Rose Cafe. We uh, are on this parenting uh, kick, and I, I wanted to ask you, Bill, about your, your grandparenting assignment that you had this morning. Oh, it's wonderful. I got to go out to the airport and pick up our youngest daughter and her family, and and we just finished breakfast. So it was it's so fun. They have our four youngest grandchildren. Hmm. They're 9 to 16, and it's just wonderful. That's I just, just I bubble all over the place when I'm with those kids. Tell why they're in Phoenix. That's because their 15-year-old grandson is on an all-star baseball team, and they're doing their first regional all-star games. Uh, I think they play Thursday. Yeah, they play Thursday night, Friday morning, Saturday morning, Sunday morning. And if you win, you get to play all day Sunday. <laughs> That's your prize. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Plus meetings, probably. Plus uh, team meetings, and, and then they do workouts. Yeah. 107 degrees. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I wouldn't know the difference. They're they're no. just going to be great. They were just like zombies. He played a doubleheader last night, and then he, he got up at like three in the morning. Oh, to two, get in, here. The two and, in the morning. Two in the morning. So he just fell asleep in the car. <laughs> I took Bill's truck back, and I got home, and he was laying on the couch, just out cold, just <laughs> out cold, like he was in no, Never Never Land. <laughs> so he'll be ready though. He yeah. loves he loves his baseball. Yeah, that's terrific. Well, it it kind of um, leads to this this question that we finished on last time, which was, how does this trust lead to cherished friendships mm -hmm. with your child? Uh, what does it have to do with that, David, Bill? Um, well, for me, the the uh, wonderfulness of it is that if I understand how much my children need to trust me that then when they do I get to do these things we talked about last week I really get to love them I, I get to teach them truth I get to give guidance to their life well there is an appreciation in that that's reciprocated because what happens then is, is I'm able to receive my child's love and as they get older I'm actually able to receive from them truth as they get older, I'm actually able to receive from them guidance into my life weaknesses or limitations. And so what happens as they mature, fortunately, I might be maturing, so that as we're both maturing, they get into adulthood, and all of a sudden, we have a lot in common. We have a lot of appreciation. We actually can be friends. Now, I say that carefully because I've never, not dad, so we've got to be careful about that. It, 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 never not mom. You're never not the parent. But your relationship is healthy enough to be friendly. Yes. Well, you think about the example of God and and those of us he calls children. I, I always think First John that we are the children. That's not just what we are called. That's who we are. Exactly. We are the children. So he never ceases to be God the father right but as a father and as jesus the son he calls his friends right and he called he, i think about abraham he called abraham a friend right. of god exactly mm -hmm. and uh he he models for us because every family on heaven and earth gets their name from the father uh, in heaven ephesians 3 so he models for us his friendship where he's always god god the father but he is a friend. Uh, John 15 says that. 
says, I am no longer your master, but yeah. I call you friend. Yeah. It, what's so interesting is the church has sung a hymn, What a Friend We Have in Jesus. Yeah. For, I don't know how long, a couple hundred years, I have no idea. But so interesting. They will say to you, yeah, Jesus, he's my friend. But they will never th- see themselves as a friend of Jesus. Hmm. They, yeah. that, that's it's 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 always in their minds a one-sided friendship. Well, yeah. there's no such thing. Yeah, there's no such thing as a one-sided friendship. Right, it's called something different. It's called something different. Yeah, well, that just blows people's minds. Oh, I can't be a friend of Jesus, but that's what he says. Speak yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. This trust that we get to give to our children is not only what they give to us, but it's. As you were mentioning earlier, our learning to trust them with us, with us absolutely that nurtures trust. Trust breeds trust o- over time, absolutely. And it also helps us because we grow up as imperfect parents, and and it helps us to have children who love us and trust us enough to tell us um, how we're doing, yeah. how we're affecting them. You can be friends with someone who's real, and the problem and the fear that so many Christian parents have encountered is that they have to present an ideal image and character and integrity um, regardless of if that's the case. And so we never struggle, we never do anything, and we're the ones who are perfect, and we're going to show you how you're not living up. And it's such a gift when a parent can, with (coughs) integrity, say, "Um, I'm not perfect here. Here is not only a lesson for you to learn, but this is something I actually struggle with. And just like with any friendship, the reality of the truth that we're human, needing Jesus every minute of every day, that does develop a true trust because it's a real relationship. Yeah. One of the things I, we know that parents fear, they're confused, first of all, about the authority of their role. And then they fear losing it. Because they have an assumption that it's the authority that of being a parent that, quote, keeps their child in order, in obedience. No, no, no. It's it's a God-given responsibility to nurture the child in the way that child should go. That's what it is. It's that responsibility. But when we don't understand the authority part, then, David, that's why we're afraid to be vulnerable. That's why we're afraid for our children because they, they won't understand that. If I'm weak, that they, they can't trust my authority. Well, no. Authority is inherent in the role. The strength is in the vulnerability of the person. That's right. Yeah, the strength to respond as a child or as a, a growing child, uh, a young adult, is in that is in that friendship that is embodied in the uh, the authority the friendship of of an authority God the Father who says I, I want to be I want to be with you I'm not going to leave you I'll be your friend right. I remember Chad our oldest son saying to me after thinking about Bo's Cafe he said I like to apply that um, that phrase that we use to the family what if there was a place so safe that the worst of me could be known, and I would discover I was loved more, not less, Amen. in the telling of it. And he said, that's what I was learning as I was growing up, that I could have a safe place. With my parents, they're still my mom and dad, 
And I think, we, you know, we just passed Father's Day, and one of the best things a father could ever receive would be as their adolescent or growing adult child could say to them, you know, you, you taught me that I could be your friend, and, um, and you could be a friend to me. Yeah. Um, uh, and so that's where this trust leads. That's where this question right. leads. It does. It does. Every time, Bruce. And so what happens is, because I as a parent get confused about the authority thing, I don't want to risk the friendship. Yes. Be- because I, I'm, I'm so afraid of losing that reality of my authority that we end up literally losing the child. But it actually embeds the authority uh, more inherently, organically. Exactly. It, it, yeah, it's an interesting thing. And yeah. you, you take these um, historical roots from the Old Testament and you see how God treated his authority with the children of Israel. And he was very tender toward them, very close to them, very uh, loving toward them. I'm going to see if I can pull it up quickly on my phone. But what this always reminds me of is um, a bunch of beautiful passages, but one in Hosea. Let's see here. Hosea 11. And it says, When Israel was a child, I loved him. And out of Egypt I called my son, my friend. The more they were called, the more they went away. (laughs) Interesting. Yet it was I who taught Ephraim to walk. I took them up by their arms. But they didn't know that I healed them. I led them with cords of kindness with bands of love, and I became to them as one who eases the yoke. I bent down to them, and I fed them. And down a little further, um, my compassion is always for them. It grows warm and tender. I think, whoa. Wow, how powerful, Bruce. Yeah. That's the the heart of a loving father. Exactly. And he was never not God. Never not God. So he exercised authority and yet all of this tender friendship. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Well, we will see you next week at Bo's Cafe, and we pray that God blesses you in this whole area of parenting and even thinking about your parents in the family of origin. Talk to you next week. See you.